This ain't no disco. This ain't no country club neither. This is RBA. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another thrilling episode of Oh La La in, in the, the Dungeon. Dungeon. Episode 8. Yeah, baby. I hope Flying it, through them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope everyone's doing okay out there. We had a good two weeks, a little bit of a rodeo. Oh, yeah. And, gosh, the weather has just been nice. Yeah, it really ha- Well, a little hot today, but I'll take it. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> <laughs> early summer, we went right from one to the other. Yeah, we yeah. don't really have, like, four seasons anymore. It's There's no in-between. We have 12. We have eight or yeah, nine. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're right into Devil's Back Porch. Yes, that's yep, right. Yep, yep, yep. And then it'll be, what is it, like, third spring? Yeah, yeah we, had a right. fa- we had a fake spring about three weeks ago. We did, I remember. <laughs> um, so, so, what you been up to, Liv? Well, I went to the Pyro Circus with my boyfriend. I was put on by Gallery 5, which is one of my favorite art galleries in the city, and it was their 18th birthday celebration. And also, Happy there's birthday. spring kickoff. And um, the Pyro Circus is put on by a group called PLF, Party Life Liberation Foundation. And I saw some of my favorite local spinners perform, such as Jaspin and Steven. And I met some new ones this time, but we'll go more into that. And uh, you'll all learn more about what PLF is during this episode. And I also saw What's Our Age Again perform at River City Roll with my friend Jessica. They play pop punk and emo hits from the 2000s, and they were better than I expected them to be, and I actually had a freaking blast. So shout out to them. Emo's not dead. It's not surely a lie. <laughs> it just thinks it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I couldn't see my family this year for Easter, so... Liz adopted me, yay, and I spent it with her family, and she made peep martinis, the weather was perfect. Oh my gosh, we got a little litty kitty up in there, or a litty bunny, I don't know what. Sorry, uh, Jesus. I got giant Easter eggs, and I filled them with mini bottles and chocolate. Um, I left mine, of course. It's fine. I ate it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we played cornhole. I had we kicked um, some ass. soaked peeps in vodka for two days, and I we ate their bodies afterwards. <gasps> Very strong. Um, and we had a damn good We Easter. kicked some ass at corn. Oh, my God, yes. The ladies ran the ladies world. Night. What? What? Um, we kicked some, our boy, well, Haroon and Alejandro's ass. Yeah. I was quite proud. And uh, what else? Gosh. Um, For Easter or what happened? Well, for Easter, that was about it, except mm-hmm. I don't really remember the ending. That's how good I don't it remember was. the ending either. <laughs> the food was really good. I woke up the next day. Um, and what's that, Lee? Well, and I had a, a little adventure this uh, two weeks ago myself. I took Do a, tell. I had a friend uh, come up from uh, uh, southeastern Virginia, and I took him on a cultural tour of Richmond. Uh-huh. Uh Took about five minutes. I'm just kidding. I don't uh, think so. It's a, no, no. We went. He, he wanted to see the Civil War Museum downtown, and I found a new source for good local products. So they Ooh. sell sell all sorts of good local products on there. 
And w- what place? Uh, it's at the uh, the gift shop. Strangely enough, it's like all the local vendors. They they have like I got some apple butter, got some peanuts, and some oh. other things. Yeah, so that's I love crazy. apple butter. So yeah, I I, I haven't been apple downtown butter. in like uh, years, and then we. And uh, Richmond has the only Confederate Jewish cemetery in the United States, and it's uh, it's uh, over there um, on Fifth and Fifth Street somewhere. But we went we went to see it. Yeah, so that's cool. And we visited Carytown, and he got so upset because I mean it was crowded. I mean it was a beautiful day in Carytown, and Carytown, like, baby. It's like it's like you know the walk and don't walk. It's just kind of a guideline, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's what I did. It's not good driving down there. You got to walk. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, and then I also went to my first RVA kickers game with my friend Jess. They tied. Nobody scored, if I'm correct. I mean, I didn't really watch the game, <laughs> let's be honest. Does anyone watch the games when they get And the weather was perfect again, and they had Chick-fil-A. Well, I know Chick-fil-A is controversial, and sometimes I feel bad eating it, um, but they're Wait. good. And then we ran into so many people that we knew, and a little girl stopped us, and she was like, can I show you a trick? (laughs) And we're like, okay. And I was like, is it going to cost any money? And she's like, no. And she did a bunch of gymnastic tricks. That was cute. Cute. And then she said that she thought I was uh, 49. What? But kids have no concept of it. I'll disagree. That's all right. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Interesting. Um, well, and then uh, I went to a rodeo Yee-haw! this past Saturday. Yeah, my uh, friend Amy, she had bought tickets <laughs> um, a couple of weeks ago, and I'd totally forgotten about it, and it was last minute, but we had fun. Um, it looked fun. It was out in Doswell, and, uh, of course, I had been drinking at Arden, at Swine and Brian, shout out to Arden, all day, so that was the perfect, like, lead up to some more beer drinking, <laughs> some some Bronx and blood, you know, Yee-haw. out there. But uh, if it comes back, I recommend everyone go. It was, it was pretty fun. And cowboys are hot. Amen <laughs> to that. My Lord. And then uh, we went to brunch. Miscellaneous, yes. la- our last interview Shout out Miscellaneous. Yeah. Where did, was it? It Far was West. Far West, yes. Which, oh, my God. I'm sorry to the people who own Bar West, but uh, Coco Drio sucked, and Bar West is way better. So I'm giving like a backhanded compliment here. But my God, go to Bar West, run, well, don't walk. What was the name of the cocktail that we had? I can't remember. It was so good. It was like a light margarita. If you with can't remember, some, that's a good sign. Uh, cucumber in it. We don't remember. A lot. It was really good. A little tagine rim. Mwah. And then, of course, I had to get one espresso martini. And me, too. It's tradition. At brunch, of course. Food was good, too. <laughs> you don't mess with tradition. <laughs> and that was about it. That was it. <laughs> All right. Well. Shall we introduce our guest? Time to introduce our guest. So, a little backstory before we introduce him. Or who could it be? But anyway, um, when I first moved to Virginia, I started really getting into hula hooping and the flow arts, and I became a member at Fallout Nightclub, and that's where I met one of my closest Virginia friends, Petra, at a flow arts event there. And we both went to, after that, we went to an RVA First Friday event. We went to the Pyro Circus, and it was my first one, put on by PLF, like I said at the beginning of the episode. And we saw people hula hooping with fire, and I had never seen that in person. 
and like spinning poi and all sorts of other flow props to really awesome DJs with like heavy bass. And we were both like, oh my God, this is so freaking cool. So we started going to PLF warehouse parties. We got somehow invited to Ubatuba and then we started going to more. And then we went to December Ween. Oh my God, it was so much fun. And I went to October Ween for the first time this past Halloween. Um, and that's where we saw more flow arts and workshops, DJs, lots of art, installations, paintings, fire shooting rigs. They're known for their fire awesome. and like cool immersive spaces. So like really like interesting art environments. Like I want my house to look like how they set up the parties. Um, and then Petra took it a step further and she started volunteering with PLF and she went to their own festival called Transformus. So today's guest is one of the many talented DJs from PLF who is here to educate us about burn culture in Richmond. He goes by many names, Nyan, Ryan, Bowman, but you might recognize him as DJ Gone. So let's give him a warm welcome. Hey. <laughs> Thanks y'all for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks this for being This is a cool here. guest. I'm excited. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Liz and I, um, we want to go to Burning Man eventually. So this is like cool to it's be with like some. bucket list, yeah. baby. Nice. <laughs> for real. Yeah, well, um, I always tell people uh, if they're interested in going to Burning Man, the uh, best thing to do is to, A, get familiar with the 10 principles, which right the second I don't know off the top of my head. Um, but also to try to go to a, a local burn because going out the Burning Man, you kind of just throw yourself out in the desert and it's, uh, you know, just go out there to die. Yeah. Yeah. No, culture shock. go out there to die. That's period. <laughs> yeah. Like you go out there and you're like, oh my God, am I going to die out here? And everybody's like, this is actually what you're walking on is a bunch of bones. Like this is all fish bones and what? on the bottom of a lake I didn't bed. Know that either. Yeah, yeah. It's all, and you can suffocate from it. You have to like wear specific gear. You have to. Wash yourself with white vinegar twice a day. Is, is that why they wear gas masks? Well, there will be whiteouts. Uh, this previous year that I went, there were whiteouts sometime for an entire day. Oh, my God. And we, like, yeah. it just <laughs> it's, You're out there and you're like, wow, I paid wow. all this money to go out there, and I'm going to sit in a covered area huddled with my friends, which is awesome, uh, for, you know, 20-something hours while there's a whiteout going on and some people were coming they're like oh my gosh like i broke like something in my eye broke because i got dust in it oh my god and the er was like crazy and again everybody's like i spent how much money to do this to myself and you're like yeah but then the next day or later that night we went and saw apashi uh like all these international djs and art oh from god. all over the world wow. and you're like wow okay cool. what about desert dwellers desert dwellers oh, played multiple times trevor dwellers. moon tribe was there and yeah, it was awesome. just, yeah, you would go the night, you know, it's like a crazy adventure, and then you're like, wow, I'm going to be out here for 10 more days, sweet, you know. It's, hey, it's got to be better than Firefest. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, so I always tell people to try to check out, like, a regional burn. Transformus is the, one of them. It's in West Virginia. I know they're looking at land in North Carolina. And we will get into Transformus. We want to first the basics and it then we're gonna intro, go into the yeah. fun stuff but like right off the bat like burning man is we're itching to know more um but anyway let's just begin with basics are you from richmond if not where and when did you move here what brought you here 
Yeah. Um, so I was uh, born in Hawaii, actually. Um, I raised in Louisiana, um, Homa, for a while. And then uh, moved to Wilmington, North Carolina, for a good majority of my life. Uh, moved to, like I was telling him earlier, 2012, I opened the Guitar Center in Midlothian. I had a friend in PLF who was like, come up here. We're trying to get you to move up here. And I was like, cool. And then I moved to Asheville to work at the Moog Factory, moved back to Wilmington. And then 2015, I came here to Richmond, and uh, I haven't looked back. I've had other places that have been like, oh, D.C. looks cool, or this place looks cool, or out west, but I'm I, I feel pretty content here. Well, it sounds like you've lived some pretty cool places, though. I'm like, yeah. Hawaii. Hawaii, lived in Louisiana. She, went, yeah. she got married in Hawaii. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my husband's family lives in Asheville. So. Okay, cool, yeah. Yeah, and he has a Moog keyboard. So. Nice. And he used to go to Moog Fest all the time. Y'all would be very good friends. Probably, yeah. There's a Moog Fest? Yeah. It's yeah. in North Carol uh, Raleigh, North Carolina yeah. now. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so when did you start DJing, and how did you get into it? How old were you? Uh, so I was 17 when I first got into DJing. It was just kind of really weird. My One of my friends I was living with, like I had a drum kit, guitar, every instrument, and he had turntables, and... Um, I think we're just young, like, let's smoke some weed and put some songs on. And <laughs> right. then, uh, yeah, I don't know, sometimes I just, like, kind of get bored and be like, cool, I'm going to try to match these two tracks together. And then eventually one of my friends is like, can you come DJ my party? And I was like, I'm not really a DJ. He's like, dude, you're a DJ. Like, you've made me so <laughs> many mixed CDs and uh, went and did that. And everybody was like, this is amazing. You're so good at it. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. And, um yeah, so that was kind of my start. I bet you were, like, party hopping at that point because everyone wanted you to be there, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, and I kind of started, like, it's called Project Chalk was what the group, like, our group was that would party hop and stuff. Mm -hmm. We did this in Wilmington, which is UNCW. Uh, I always tell people, I'm like, you go to Wilmington, uh, you're just going to get drunk walking in. Like, right. everybody's <laughs> drinking, partying. It's a beach Where town. I got my first tattoo. There you go. <laughs> Tramp um, stamp. <laughs> nice. It's where I'll get my first future. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, and then, um, you know, I was like, oh, cool. Like, you know, th th like, everybody's like, cool. This is, like, now getting to be bigger than, uh, than just me and, like, a few people. And then we had an organization, and we got a board. And then um, we wanted to become a 501c3 nonprofit. But in order to do that in North Carolina, you have to, like, commit to either a school or a church or, like, educating children or doing religious stuff for, I think it's, like, four to five years. And I was, like, just turned 18 at that point and was, like, okay, <laughs> like, this is, I, I'm not religious yeah. and I don't want to have kids. Yeah. I don't, not interested in them. Um, <laughs> and then that's kind of, like, as I was getting older, about 21, I was whenever PLF at that point, which had been around for, you know, five, six years at that point, we're like, we're actually thinking about starting a nonprofit. And that's kind of when I was like, oh, man, I kind of want to get to know these PLF guys a little bit better. Nice. Um, okay, before we get into, like, how you got associated, associated with PLF, just explain to people who might not know, like, anything at all about burn culture. What is it? Um, yeah, so it's definitely, uh, you know, some people say it's kind of like culty, um, and it's uh, interesting enough, that's kind of what I got, like, I liked about it. I was, I was like, you know, I understand there's all these, like, groups and cliques and stuff like that, but there's this clique that, with me, with burn culture, is that, like, they have a principle decommodification, um, so they don't, like, put anybody, a single person on a platform, there's no money, no money, 
Like you, and when I came and I saw that, I was like, wow, that's awesome. Um, and then again, I saw principles and I would sometimes just being young be like, oh, well, you're disobeying the principle. They'd be like, dude, it's a principle, not a rule. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. I didn't think about that. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess to anybody who's like not familiar with burn culture, I would just say it's not a festival. It's not a public necessarily event, you know, uh, they have all the principles which are based upon like radical um, self-reliance, radical self-expression, and just the radical side of it. I was like, oh, cool. Like I'm a very do it to the max kind of person. Uh, and the fact that there were a group of people that were like, we want to support you doing the max of whatever you want to do. And it was just wild. I'm like, cool. I want to build like a 20 foot TV and have a DJ behind it. Like, cool. Let's do it. I was like, oh, yeah. wow. Wow, that's, that's, that's awesome. Crazy. Yes. Especially the mo no money, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, there's obviously, like, there's the money ins outside where you got to, like, prepare, yeah. and that's where set radical self-reliance comes in. But then there's, uh, you know, just the fact that there's, like, art grants um, and just all sorts of ways to sort of, like, move things to where, uh, again, if you don't have money, you could be any type of person and be welcome to this culture. And that was, like, really, really awesome to me. Uh, that's how I started, like, you know, I, I grew up personally. I have a, a trans and gay uh, aunt and uncle. And um, just being able to go out there and be like, wow, there are, like, people that I grew up with, like, here. Um, and just, like, all sorts of different um, backgrounds as far as, like, ethics and stuff like that. And the respect towards people. I'd never really hung out with uh, a lot of people from the Middle East. But I, like, really connected with a lot of people that were playing music and stuff like that. Um, yeah, like I said, it just really blew my mind, and I, I think if anybody, if I was to say it's a, a place where a lot of weird people, or like the freaks, as they say it, you know? My favorite kind of people. I was yeah. going to say. <laughs> for shizzle. I might not look like a freak, but inside. Yeah, it's all on the inside, and that's what's cool is like, you'll see at Burning Man, like, the people are like, oh my God, like, uh, P. Diddy, Kanye West, like, all these people, Paris Hilton. P. Diddy. You see these people, and you're hanging out, and you're like, awesome. oh my God, I'm hanging out right next to, like, you're like, Mind shocked. You're like, I'm hanging yeah. out with Tipper and, you know. Oh, I love Tipper. Yeah, David Starfire. And you're just like, right, Alex Gray, like right Oh, here. my God, Alex it's Gray. It's just like, whoa, I'm just hanging out with all these people. There's Did you meet Alex Gray? I've actually done uh, a few things with Alex Gray. And actually, when I went to Burning Man in 2017, he actually was like, hey, what's up, Gone? And I was like, oh, my oh God. Oh, my up, God. Man? For the listeners, if you know the band Tool, yeah. Alex Gray does all the trippy-ass artwork for Tool. Yeah. And I have a calendar. I didn't throw it away. It's from, like, 2018. I just, like, flip through it occasionally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gawk at it. Stare at it. <laughs> yeah, there's just so many amazing artists. And, again, there's that level of where you're, like, nobody's better than anybody else. Uh, like, P. Diddy invited some of my friends that I was camping with. I was like, come hang out at my spot and, like, my, t my, you know, my camp. Oh, my like, God. Like, okay, cool. And they came back in all white. And they're like, dude, P. Diddy just, like, oh my God, I knew they're these gonna white all jackets and, like, <laughs> I'm like, wow, where's the rest of your clothes? They're like, we don't know. <laughs> We're just sitting naked underneath this, like, beautiful white thing that's got to cost $800. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. I'd be yeah. like, I don't care where my real clothes are. Yeah, yeah no, they did not now. care. They were like, yeah, exactly. I got Diddy's white on, baby. Yeah, it was like an all-white party. It was pretty cool because they have whiteouts where the playa dust, you know, the dust storms. Yeah. So they had a whiteout party and everybody wore white. <laughs> it was great. Okay, so this might be a stupid question, but do all burn groups use fire? Um, I think, you know, it's not really. The, it, yeah, I mean, I think fire is a big element. And, like, as a f fire artist myself, 
uh, I think what happens is like, a lot of people are like, where can I do fire at? You try to do it at a festival, you're going to have to have insurance, you're going to run into all these like you know lines that tell you you can't. Uh, and we're to a burn, they're just like, yeah, you got to register your fire thing, and then they'll have somebody s- make sure it's safe, and then you're good to go. And then you sign the waiver. Wow. Like, I can't so, tell you. I've seen, like, fire jousting my first time. Whoa. Flame effect. Oh, Somebody wow. was like, hey, put on this fire, like, turnout suit, which is, like, a firefighter suit, and we're going to blow a flamethrower on you. And I was like, <laughs> yes. And it was, like, a massage. <laughs> it was so cool and, like, warm. That sounds like a thing to do, yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't do that. I, I might need that on my neck. Liz would now. do that. Yeah, yeah I would yeah. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, okay. I think you might have covered this already, but just again, how did you start with PLF? What was your journey like there? How did you get associated with them? How'd they find you? Yeah, so um, I guess the best thing is that I was living in Wilmington, and there is a um, person named Jordan. Uh, They're really, really awesome and very inspiring to me, Um, you know. I don't even know how to how to put it. It's like uh, I had a really interesting relationship with them, and uh, just as friends. And um, yeah, it was just one of those things where they like I, I, they hung out. They were a lot. They hung out with a lot of gay people, and it was really really cool. And again, like I said, I have family that was like that. And in Wilmington, that wasn't like a cool thing, you know. So I was like, oh sweet, I found this queer group that I can like me and my other friends who are queer want to hang out with, you know. And eventually they're like, okay, cool, you're very cis dude, so we've got to, like, <laughs> put the, like, you know, flags in the borders. And I was like, no, nah, I respect that. And then eventually they're like, okay, uh, we think you're cool enough to, like, come hang out at our parties. And I was like, oh, thank God, wow. you know? What an honor. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, so then eventually they were like, hey, you need to come to this, like, burn thing. And I was like, okay, cool. And I started going to the burn thing for, like, three or four years. And then one of the uh, – years that I thought I was in my prime, I was like, man, I'm like getting to be like this badass burner now. I was about to turn 21. And then uh, PLF like rolled up in this bus. They had fire sculptures. Some of like most like I thought I was like, oh, cool. I know fire spinners. And then these guys had really cool fire spinners, um, amazing sound system, just everything. And I at that point, it takes your breath away. Yeah. When you first like your first time seeing PLF, it's like, what is this? So cool. So I like built this crazy thing and was like, everybody's going to come and hang out at my camp and blah, blah, blah. And then everybody was hanging out at PLF and I was like, not even jealous. I was just like, this is cool. What, like, I, I, is it cool if I hang out with them? Right, you're and like, can I be a part of this? Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> That's how yeah. I felt too. Yeah. And so that uh, Jordan was like, hey, you're turning 21 this year, right? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, you want to come to Transformus? And at that point, Transformus was an invite only. You had to be 21. All these like really cool culty, clicky kind of rules that I was like, oh yeah, I'm like in now, you know? Yeah. And I was like, can I camp with PLF? And they're like, there might be room. So I like found a local burn group to go there with and uh, they were like, if you want to be a part of PLF, like you got to help out and like you got to volunteer and it's just like a, you know, there's a system that's in place because everybody wants to be a part of PLF, you know, which I don't know if that was true or not, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, how does someone learn the skills though? Like you find someone to mentor you or like what is that, you know, in general, like if someone's listening and they're like, damn, I want to do that. Well, I mean, then uh, a lot of the stuff, uh, I feel like nothing was accessible. They didn't have, you, like, YouTube wasn't big. Uh, and I just got really you lucky. You took a master class. Yeah. <laughs> I got really lucky. And the person that was, like, the founder of Transformus, w- like, was, uh, he, he threw this thing called Mayhem. But my sister boyfriend was dating his neighbor. And it was just, you know, it's all like, whoa. And then I was like, hey, I... 
you know, young and was like, I want to be badass. I want to build a flamethrower, like a big ass one. And he was like, <laughs> you're going to hurt yourself. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to figure this out. And he's like, no, no, no. Let me show you so that you don't hurt yourself. And he's actually like the top guy who does all the inspections and everything. His name's Vespa. Um, and I just felt really fortunate, honestly. Like the way I kind of got into that was very much me taking a lot of practice, um, learning, um, you know, experiencing and seeing the bad side of things, right. volunteer firefighting. Uh, there's a, a lot of steps that went into it, and eventually I was like, cool. And I started seeing other people being like, I want to be badass. I was like, whoa, yeah, dude, yeah. you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> um, and again, I'd seen people hurt themselves. I'd seen the spectrum of all of that. And uh, yeah, but like nowadays, it's kind of like, oh, cool. Like go on YouTube, go on Discord, go on a Facebook. There's Facebook groups, like all these Facebook right. groups yeah. that you can get into. Uh, and now, like, I mean, we have groups like Party Liberation Foundation that are doing workshops. And you're like, wait, what? I can do a workshop to learn to fire spin? And uh, for the Pyro Circus, it's like, hey, if you want to spin, it used to be just come. And now it's like, hey, this you can't do this if this is your first time. Um, it, but here's a workshop or, you know, here's somebody you can, you yeah, can connect so with cool. to do so. So if somebody wants to get into it, it I think it's a lot more accessible. It's in intimidating for me because I'm a hula hooper, but I haven't taken it to the, f the pyro aspect yet. Yeah. I want—I know Petra has. Petra mm -hmm. bought one. You can throw fire on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared to death, though. I'm ha like, what kind of stuff have you seen? Can you talk about any of the accidents? Uh, yeah, it's mainly when I was doing firefighting, and I think that that was the big thing was they were like, hey, and so they watched, they show, showed videos to sort of desensitize you because what happens if something bad does happen you're going to have shock. You're going to go, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm seeing that. You can't do that. <laughs> attack with a blanket, right? You just like. So there is fire blankets. Uh, there's certain type of extinguishers, uh, water. You know, and there's the thing, too, is like you can't like on a fire blanket. There's a certain way to do it because you could fan it and make it worse. Or you have there's a specific way to grab it. And that's why we have like the classes and stuff so that people understand and know. And even me sometimes like I've. Uh, last time I went to Burning Man this past year, I went with a local fire troop called Exothermia. Uh, and they're like, hey, Bowman, like, I, I was a musician, so I, I, like, made a drum kit out of a bucket and, like, made it all, like, super cool and, like, steampunk. Uh, but they're like, That's hey, awesome. if you need to, uh, or, like, can you help us do fire safety? And I was like, yeah, I've been doing fire safety for blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah. And the first time I had to put a prop out, they're like, dude, you're doing it completely wrong. And I was like, oh, <laughs> what? And they're like, yeah, you can't, you're fanning it. Oh, and I was my like, God. Oh, no, you're right. I totally forgot about that. It's been like eight years. And they're like, yeah, well, we shouldn't just assume that you know what you're doing, you know? Right. Um, so, again, it's just one of those practice. And, again, it was like everybody's supportive of me. And they're like, hey, let's do this and let's work. Or what, can, what, what made you do that? And I was like, well, it was hot. And they're like, all right, cool. Maybe we should have, like, wet blankets. And I was like, yeah. And like, so it's kind of evolved from there. Interesting. That's cool. Um, okay, this is a fun question. Nice. How did you get your burn name? How did you get it? And then also, well, I guess I'll say this for after you answer, but how does one going how does one go about getting one? Can anyone get one? Yeah. That's such a funny question. I've actually had that <laughs> asked me more recently a lot as far as like how do I get a burn name? Uh, but I got my burn name because uh, at Mayhem there was two lands. And they were connected by woods. And a lot of my friends were building like a maze. When, even like when I first went, there was like little pockets in this maze where like uh, they would be doing like yoga, oh. another spot where they would be doing like noise music and stuff, and another pocket where they were doing like Zen meditation. It's like a cool haunted house. Oh my gosh. It was like, I still like, I have dreams about it. <laughs> like, I don't understand how cool, like, 
you know, it's one of those things you look back and you're like, God, I took that for granted. Um, yeah. But yeah, so one year I was like, hey, can I put a DJ booth in the middle? And everybody's like, yes, <laughs> you need to do that. Uh, and that was the year that PLF came and I like put all this work into. You just stay in there forever. <laughs> yeah, I totally I know, was fine right? with that. I like figured out a way to put my campsite like right behind it. You're like, this is my little, my little pod. <laughs> yeah, so I thought it was so cool. And the people uh, were basically would get lost in the maze. And then people started being like, well, find the music. And then, you know, I, kept, um, I eventually was, like, hanging out with people at my campsite. And they were like, dude, like, whatever was going on in the maze was so awesome. I, the best way I can describe it is I was so gone. And like I was saying, I had that my name was Project Chalk for my group. And everybody kept on being like, you can't call yourself Project Chalk because people are going to get confused and if it's just you or if it's a group, you know. And uh, my buddy was like, dude, you should just go by gone. And I was like, ah. And they're like, you know, like, that's just how I feel when I listen to your music. Uh, so I think that's your name. And I was like, yeah, that's my name. Like, cool. That's cool. So everybody started just calling me gone and, uh, yeah, just went with it. And then as far as like, I mean, a lot of other people, like, uh, I feel like what you kind of got to do is you got to do something radical and it's something that everybody's going to be like, you know, (laughs) you know, uh, how did you like describe you? You know, somebody's like, I don't know that person's name. Cool. What are they? Well, they, you know, kind of like Michael Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like Vespa, uh, you know, like obviously, what do you, how do you think Vespa got his name, you know, uh, and that also creates really, really cool stories, right? Um, so yeah, I would definitely say burn names are definitely, you need to do something radical and make a big impact to where people are like, you know, who is that person? Do people ever do things on purpose just to get like a certain name? Yeah, there are, and they don't, and then they'll be like... <laughs> Yeah, trying. Where it'll go like <laughs> totally left of what they want. Like Yeah, there's some people. Like, I lit my hair on fire. I want to be called like burning roots. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then like, no, no. Yeah, no. That's You're like great... toasty head. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it's typically I don't think people like think about it and they just do something that's really radical. And they're like, that's your name. I- I'm trying to remember like um, one of my friends there, uh, I think his name was got, his name was Confidence. Oh, that's kind of, that's cute. He was, he was really confident. <laughs> like oh, overly. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like, is that like a bad Yeah. <laughs> everybody was like, "Who's that guy?" And they're like, "I don't know." Are you talking about that really confident person? I'm like, yeah, that person. My burn name is cries a lot. Yeah, that's fine. That'd actually be a great burn name. Yeah. So. I would be like quivering in the corner a lot. <laughs> would be tits. Yeah. I know. Here we can. I'd be tits, Mickey. Mm-hmm. I'd be fog. There that you go. That guy. would be awesome. <laughs> Lee, what would be your burning name? Fog. Fat old guy. Oh, <laughs> nice. Nice. That's great. Yeah. Uh, Did you already have a burning name? Not burning name, no. Yeah. Um, okay. You <laughs> if you could define, I, I know we've talked about it a lot, but um, if you could define PLF, what are they? What do uh, they stand for? Yeah. So I would definitely say um, PLF definitely is like a organization of, or I guess maybe more or less, it's community, you know, of people who um, all, you know, have liked minds, open to diversity, um, radical, you know, ness in general. Um, And I think that's kind of where we get like a lot of like cool neurodivergent people because they are very focused. (laughs) We always talk about, we're like, oh, everybody here is on the spectrum of something, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Um, But yeah, and um, that, but PLF, I would say definitely, you know, like they, we, 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 you know, focus a lot on safety, education, 
um, and making sure that you know we're creating a platform for people to be heard and seen. Um, so like the Gallery Five First Fridays and um, October Ween, December Ween, uh, and then also at Burns, like I, we always just uh, are looking at a way to how we can be better, you know, at providing things for people. And again, mostly a lot of people who I like we feel like don't get seen enough um, or have enough exposure. Like uh, something that I personally have been focusing on. And I don't know if y'all heard or seen is there's like a thing called Manchester Manifest. I haven't it, heard of that. Yeah, it takes place every first Friday for the past like six years. Um, and PLF's been involved in it. And like one of our friends, Parker, who does the Gallery 5 stuff, um, he's really, really well involved in the community, was uh, helping, um, was helping Careful out. Careful with your mic. Yeah. <laughs> we good? Um, yeah, so Parker was helping out, like uh, doing a mural project with uh, Manchester Manifest and a lot of their crew. And um, so whenever he like uh, was helping out with them, and he kind of called me up and was like, hey, Bowman, can you come and help bring some tools and stuff? And I went out there, and they uh, had like a sound system, just like two tops. And uh, Parker was like, you know, hey, uh, do you think PLF could bring some of their sound system out to one of the, the parties? And I was like, yeah, sure. And, you know, started seeing what they're really about, which is everything that we're about as well. And they were like, hey, um, you know, do you want to be a part of this and start bringing your sound system? And I was like, honestly, we built the sound system for people to be heard and to create a platform. Uh, and they make a big impact. They shut down Hall Street every first Friday. Okay, I was going to ask where this is because my dad lives in Manchester. <laughs> oh, yeah. So every first Friday, they shut down Hall Street, which is loud. That's a lot. Yeah. Of, that's disturbing. <laughs> the big, a big artery into Richmond, right? Um, and... Uh, yeah, like I said, they used to have just like two tops, you know, uh, distorted sound system. And now we've been providing our sound system. And as you probably have witnessed, you, you, they're definitely now being heard. Didn't yeah. used to, Friday, first Friday used to be in uh, Broad Street? Uh, so I'm not as familiar as most, but the first yes. Friday RVA, I guess it was. Uh, the it is district. still there. Yeah, it's oh. still there. He's talking about like a different like first Friday. Like, yeah. this is First Friday for um, doing, like, PLF in the Manchester movement, right? Yeah. Uh, so, like, this past Manifest, one, like, uh, like, I probably didn't see you at it because I was doing the sound and everything at Manchester. But, like, during the day, I helped set up the one in my Gallery 5. Um, but then I believe in July we're going to do, like, a PLF takeover in Manchester oh. where we're going to have the fire spinners. And we've done a few times where we've had the fire spinners out at Manchester one. Um but, yeah, again, like I said, as far as, like, PLF and what we are, like, we're just building our community by integrating with other communities, creating that platform so that they can be heard. And then also, again, for expression, because we've had, like, dancers, poets, like. Yeah, belly dancers. I, Gretchen, it'd be up Gretchen's alley. Gretchen is Lee's wife. She's uh, a belly, retired belly dancer. I don't know if she still does it. No, not right now, but, yeah. But now that COVID's over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that'd be so fun, though. We should go do some like interviews. Yeah, that'd be fun. In July, to take the, at the, the recorder thing. to uh, yeah, at the big event. Yeah, that, at the big show. <laughs> yeah, I've always always thought it'd be really cool to have like, and they would be open if not. They have like probably have a platform to where like you could do a thing where it's like you do an interview. Um, where you just have people kind of come in and be like, hey, you want to come be awesome. Oh, like a booth. Like, oh, you want to yeah. be, yeah, come talk just, to us. Exactly, because there's uh, so many vendors. I'll, I'll send you all a video, and I mean, it as it builds into the year, like by June, July, there's 
you know, hundreds, close to a thousand people just flooding that street. Um, well, we'll definitely promote it. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I was going to say, I had a really good experience at um, December Ween. Oh, cool. Um, this girl dressed up as a cow. I was dancing, and she's like, I want you to come up here. I'm like, no. She's like, come here. And she made me get up on one of the speakers and dance. And I just felt so included because there's a lot of times when I feel like people judge me because I don't. I don't look weird. I look pretty basic. Oh. Um, but I don't know. She was so accepting. She made me feel good. Yeah. I don't know who it was, but shout out to the cow. Yeah. <laughs> and to, at the 2019 December Ween. Oh, that was a good one. That was a really, really It was good before one. COVID hit. That was, about, you know, it was, uh, we were like, oh man, sh- it's about to pop. Yeah. Like, and they were like, oh, that happened. But uh, that was. I know for real. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah, and you had the fire right wait, in wait, wait. your face and stuff. <laughs> wait, is this the one? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, COVID, womp, womp. <laughs> Ew. But that's awesome. And that's the thing a lot of people like, um, you know, I'm sure. Uh, if you haven't seen, you should definitely check out like our Instagram and YouTube. Like we have a whole thing about all those speakers that we built from scratch, cut every single one of them with uh, Justin Zamorski. So cool. How the heck does do you guys know how to do that? Uh, so there's like blueprints online, and I actually went to uh, like used to party with the guy who's like Hennessy Sound System, which is like one of the biggest sound system uh, manufacturers now. But I like went used to party with them and stuff like that. And you just get blueprints and. You're like, oh, I want to make it bigger than this, and just the ratio and some math. One of my coworkers is in PLF. I had no idea. I work at a corporate place. Moan. Okay. He does slingshots. Yep. He's amazing. Love that guy. Yeah, that's awesome. I think um, we when COVID hit, I think he might have lost his job because like he did hospitality. Mm. So I don't know. I don't he know. Be doing really well with the yeah. slingshots. So I know. <laughs> nice guy. Yeah. Very awesome. Um, okay, so like I said, one of my good friends, Petra, she went to Transformers. Can you tell us a little bit about what Transformers is like? I've heard some crazy stuff, but out of respect, I won't say anything because it's like part of the festival. Good crazy stuff. Oh, stuff yeah. that I want to be a part I, of. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. You're <laughs> talking about the miming? No. Okay. Do so you know about the miming? No, I did I'll not hear about that. The thing, but yeah. <laughs> it might anybody, be, I anybody, don't know. Anybody's listening right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> Keep it PG. I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah. If anybody, yeah, <laughs> I would love it. Anybody who's listening has been to Transformers and is hearing the word miming, they're like, "Oh, that." <laughs> Lee would love it. <laughs> yeah. I want to be uh, a mime. So yeah, Transformers uh, originally was in Asheville, North Carolina, at Deerfields, and it got too big for the land, so they moved it to Marvin's Mountaintop, where All Good Festival used to happen. And now it's kind of like Wild West because it's too big for us. Um, and, again, it's a burn. Um, it is awesome. Like a lot of people who were about to go to Burning Man, uh, never been to a burn, went out Transformers. And were like, okay, cool. I get it now. Like I understand like I need to bring a lot of my own stuff. There's not like a food vendor. I have to bring my own food. I have to prepare my own meals. Yeah, for sure. But there's also like, oh, well, there's this camp camp that has glizzies 24 hours. Awesome. <laughs> another camp that's got coffee, you know. Cool. What's I'm glizzies? Get, uh, hot dogs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I love hot dogs. Hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah like I said, there's just it, it, there's a balance of it to where, like, there are people who come out there and, you know, like, what impact, you know, and the coffee people. They're like, I remember I came out to a burn and there was this person and they had a cart and they had coffee. And I was like, I want to be that person. So now I'm here. Um, and again, it's just that radical self-expression and how you do that and so forth. But, uh, 
yeah, so like I said, Transformus is pretty much like a smaller burn uh, to kind of, you know, but it's our regional one. Uh, so there's always, like, you know, like a good thousand or so people. Um, and yeah, it's, it's cool watching it grow. There's Ignite, which is a, a big one that I'm excited about. It's, it happens outside of Danville. It's all ages. I've heard of that one. Yeah, so that's the next one that we're really, PLF's really excited for. We've got multiple people in our camps who've gotten art grants, ones to build like a kind of like sex cage. And then another, my, um, and then Kristen, like she, uh, is, like does our fire. She's building a gigantic geodesic dome that you'll start seeing now at PLF Ooh, events. So cool. Yeah, there's, um, also. When is of, this? It's Memorial Day weekend. Oh, okay. I'll be gone. Yeah. I'll be gone. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> the good kind. <laughs> As will I. <laughs> okay. So when you sent me your bio and we when I asked you to be on the podcast, you told me that PLF offered you a job. Is it full time? I know you mentioned no money's involved. How does that yeah. work? So it was actually I just had one person who was with part of PLF and he was like, "Hey, I'm a manager at Guitar Center. We're opening up a new store." Uh, so as far as a job, it wasn't like a PLF job, but he offered me a job to kind of get myself okay. integrated. But it worked out because I actually utilized all that knowledge that I got from. Uh, learning how to like operate more music equipment and stuff to better understanding how to like get to the position to where now I can operate the PLF sound system. Because uh, like the person who originally built the sound system is Mr. Jennings, and uh, you know he was like, "Hey, I'm a musician. I have potential to be famous, and I want to like pursue that, but I don't want to let go of this really awesome community." And then him uh, and that person Jordan were on the board at that time, and we're like do you want to do this? And I was like, whoa, that <laughs> like, yeah, sounds really awesome right now, but that sounds like a lot, you know? Um, so yeah. And he also was at that guitar center and um, everything, but yeah. So PLFs, um, as far as like work and stuff like that, we've done like, and uh, you know, people making money. Um, I think it's one of the great things about with PLF is that like we have the insurance. So we do like fire gigs. We have a thing coming up called in, uh, with Lewis Ginter, and gallery oh, I saw five. that one. We got to go to that. Oh, when's that? In Kanto, um, which is that's one of the things to where like you know we tell people, hey, if you want us to bring sound system, fire spinners, uh, pyrotechnics, VJ, the, you know, the stage installation, art installation, then we need a budget. Hmm. Uh, so it's awesome because then now we're able to like pay people to do that for twenty dollars an hour, setting up and breaking down. Fire spinners get their rates. DJs get their oh, rates, wow, and like cool. so yeah. So now cool. as we just keep on getting bigger, we've done Floyd Fest. Um, I love Floyd Fest. I was going to bring it up when you were talking about Transformers because Floyd Fest is like, it's a little bit like a burn, kind of. Yeah, it does have some burn. Like, Are uh, they doing it this year, though? I heard no, they got canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they, they were going to volunteer. Yeah. So what was cool is like I like myself, and again, there's not a lot of people building fire sculptures. Uh, so that was kind of one of the things was they're like, dude, if you come up here, we've got so many gigs for you. So that was what was cool is I myself now had a platform as an artist and was like, oh, cool. And that was actually one of the first things when they asked me, like, you want to be on the board? Is like, can I still build art? And they're like, yeah, I mean, you're going to be on the board. And if anything, you should express that so that people Even who are more. on the board can do it. Because actually there was like a, you know, people were like, I don't think that, you know, you should be voting for yourself to get art. We're like, oh, okay, cool. We don't really see those people anymore. But, you know, <laughs> again, we're open to hearing criticism. And then I was like, no, I think that's messed up. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Sweet. Okay, hold on a minute. 
Let me, okay, this one's a cool question, too. So when you sent me your bio, you told me that PLF had an art car named Davina. I want to know how the hell you got it from RVA to Burning Man. Yeah, so that's uh, our friend Christian Breeden, from, and he's in Charlottesville. His dad, um, from my understanding, is an international artist as well. So we had the huge like oh, uh, wow. area. And I actually wasn't around for this part of PLF's, uh, you know, doing its thing. But he just, uh, Christian started just inviting PLFers and be like, hey, we're having a work day and would teach people how to use like plasma welders and stuff. And everybody had a oh scale God. on the dragon and stuff. And uh, so much talent involved. Yeah. So there are lots of people who have money at Burning Man. And this is kind of like wrecked me when I went in 2017 because well, I was all like Susan Sarandon because I saw a photo shoot she did and she was at Burning Man and yeah. it was like these crazy like you know uh, Alexander McQueen outfits that she was yeah. wearing at Burning Man I'm like that looks hot yeah so there is like a culture of rich people <laughs> and they have like a word for that culture and they've kind of dimmed it back but from my understanding is that there was somebody who had a lot of money from a different country and they're like I want, I will pay you to bring that out, but I want you on this day and this time to drive me around. <laughs> and he was like, okay, cool. You give me money and you give me a place to sleep with a crew. And they did that for a few years. And I actually, luck, I'm thankful that I didn't go because apparently it was kind of horrible. And like Ugh. you have some person from another country yelling at you and treating you like you're not worth something because uh. you aren't doing this. Or they're like, yeah, so... The year I went, it was not like that. And actually, it was the year that he was like, I want to get that back. But they have, like, a train system, and they have them in D.C. They have all these spots in, like, Philly. Uh, I think Richmond was one last year where they're like, hey, if anybody wants to put their stuff on this train, it's X amount of money. And everybody puts their money together, and they put their stuff on this train, and they ship it out. Oh, wow. What but the... luckily, we have a friend. His name That's is... fascinating to yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, a train to Burning Man? Can you get on it? No, you, only your equipment. <laughs> so, yeah, it was pretty cool. Like, yeah, I, it's I, like the Polar Express for adults. Yeah, so all these people were like toys. hauling all this stuff out, but his dragon got stuck at a barn because he couldn't figure out how to get it back. <laughs> and then we did a fundraising, I don't know if you saw, like through Gallery 5, PLF, and just all sorts of grants. And I think even a burn gave some money to be like, we want to bring Davina back here to bring, bring her to Transformers. Bring her back. Yeah, and then uh, we eventually got her back here, and wow, it was a huge pain. I, I, I wasn't, again, I wasn't a part of that part, uh, but hearing about all the tires they lost, trying oh, wow. to like, get it back. And, uh, you know, Victoria, I've seen a picture of her with Davina. I know I've seen that. I'm friends nice. with Victoria on Facebook. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Floyd Fest booked Davina. All these festivals no have been, yeah, What yeah. year? Uh, I want to say that was 2000. 13. I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. Wow. PLF's been around for a while. You were five in 2008. Yeah, it's really, really, it's really, really wild to, like I said, I even look at it back and, you know, people are like, oh, they've been around for, you know, 12, 13, blah, blah, blah years. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've only, I was only around whenever I started getting around, they'd been around for like eight to 10 years. Yeah. So and I was like, you know, there's no way I could have <laughs> been there really when I was young. That would be like, what's minor doing here? You know. <laughs> so do you go to Burning Man like every year, or have you been for the past like since you mentioned 2017, or like? No, it's too expensive. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I even was like, I'm going this year. Uh, you, like, I'm gonna try to go as a ranger this year. So I. What's have a to, ranger? Uh, a ranger is um, 
they don't like to say that's like the police of a burn. It's definitely not. They are like the mediators of a burn. Okay. Uh, they have a really amazing system to where like they have tiers of people who are more qualified to do certain things. And I, if anything, I feel like they need to integrate this rangering system into actual society to where they're like, hey, this person's tripping out. Yeah. <laughs> There's this woman here and she has That's this That's what I was on. wondering about. Like, is there a lot of like Narcan readily available? Or like, like, I know maps. What, you know, like, boom. Yeah, maps. I'm a, uh, a I get a pepper. newsletter. Okay. Just it maps that stands for. It's no advancement in psychedelic studies. Yeah. They have like tents where you can go and relax and they. They just help bring you and they back. They educate you, and but so actually, so they educate you at the maps tent, um, but they we actually have um, a sanctuary, which we actually have at our events too, the bigger ones, where if you are uh, in a mental state that you know needs to be you know taken care of properly, um, you have a space where you can go to sanctuary. Which I volunteered for sanctuary and had the most amazing conversations and relationships and developed from there. Right. I'm like, wow, you're in trouble, and I am I love helping people, and I'm here Some, to blah, blah, blah. You know? Something horrible, not drug-related, but something horrible happened to me at Floyd Fest. Mm. Um, I don't want to go into it, but I went to the sanctuary, but it was a prayer tent just mm. because something just needed to go. Yeah. Um, was all alone. Yeah. So thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Festivals really need that kind of stuff. Yeah, so like yeah. at December Ween, we have a spot which probably nobody went to, which is good because it's like, you yeah. know, a spot <laughs> yeah. to wear. And we have like socks, uh, like fresh socks, um, you know, again, Narcan, uh, people who are trained to help. And I, I just can't tell you how many times we've had people who just go a little overboard, you know, and they just need yeah. somebody. Um, we're very conscious of like bias and stuff. Like we're, you know, Ranger Jim is an older, um, like disappearing, you know, dude. Um, so if we have like a younger, smaller woman, you know, then we have some women. Um, we have different people with uh, backgrounds, uh, like Jewish, um, you know, another thing, you know, it's like a black woman, you know. Um, she's going through something, you know, want to try to avoid microaggressions or creating a bad, you know, having somebody say something to the them. headspace, right. whatever. Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, interesting to see that. We work with uh, Conduct Committee Institution, CCI, um, and they are all trained and actually, from my understanding, Two years ago, we were going to be their international hub for them to train people since it's such a big event. Um, but, yeah, just trying to create safer spaces because I don't think there's such a <laughs> thing as a safe space, yeah. you know. Well, I can't real life be like this, like the normal, you know, day to day. I know I need a safe space at my office, but I digress. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish that society would adopt these principles. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, so have you how many times have you been to Burning Man? Twice. And ha did you DJ there? Yeah, yeah. Actually, wow. this past this past year I didn't. Uh, my partner, um, she was a part of the con uh, exothermia, and in my head I was like the type of person that if I have something I need to do. Wait, what's exothermia? Exothermia oh. is a Richmond fire troop. It's the first oh, okay. and only uh, fire troop. It's a pretty big deal, um, and yeah, they practice every week for months <laughs> they've performed at uh you know manchester manifest um first friday it's really awesome so they had like a 16 minute thing i produced the music for that one um and then this uh then when we did the fire circle i was the person doing the drumming with a few other people oh, cool um but yeah so the first year i went i was very much like i'm djing i'm the pyrotechnician and it was cool because I was doing the music for Davina. We set up speakers and everything on Davina. So when we're driving around, we had DJs and stuff. And, of course, people would be like, hey, if you want to, 
like let me DJ on Davina. I'll let you come DJ at my camp. So it's kind of like back and forth and bartering. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bartering, gifting, trading, <laughs> so yeah. forth. Um, I love it. <laughs> but yeah, this past year I was like, I'm gonna focus on my, making sure my partner has a good time. She'd never been before. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this past time, you know, there's definitely a few times I was like, oh, I really wanna. I had my phone <laughs> drive, but I was like, no, I'm focusing on my partner. I want this to be very much about them, you know. Right. Which I hundred like I'd been to Burning Man in 2017 around a lot of couples. I was taking notes. I was like, "This is why they're fighting." This is why they're fighting. I'm not oh, going to be that awesome guy. Awesome of you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I God. think it's really important that if you go, because I mean, there's like orgy domes. I mean, this past year uh, there was some like uh, like OnlyFans content being created and stuff like <laughs> oh. that. And, you know, like it's just like if you're it not everything. It is everything. <laughs> there is everything. There. You can think about it. It's happening somewhere. Um, but yeah, and I just, there's like a whole book, um, blog websites about if you're going with your partner, read this. And that was one of the ones in my head that I was like, if I find something else to focus on, I'm going to put myself in a weird position because you're day 10. It's bad. You know, you're yelling at each other or, you know, I can, I, I can definitely see that. You're going to have an emotional breakdown. You know, you're going to go to the temple. You're going to cry. You know, if you have jealousy issues, that's going to come up in the time but i feel like way. that's the burn experience oh, like look. what you're meant to experience <laughs> it happens like yeah. the, the story because at floyd fest both times i went it mm. always happens mm. when you go to an experience like that like there's like a journey you take and yeah. it it's weird but it i guess it's just the universe yeah. when the energy's all there everyone's cultivating this absolutely i hear that all the time where they're like yeah. it's just you know when things are chilling out they're like it's okay you understand that there's just a lot of energy here. And then some people are like, wow, yeah, you're right. And I just feel like I need to be blah, blah, or, you know, something. And it's like, just take a deep breath and then, like, be present. And, again, there's spaces for that. And, like, the temple is, like, I remember the first time, and I don't know how familiar you are at the temple, but on Sunday, it's, like, the Saturday's the effigy, Sunday's the temple. And Sunday temple, like, uh, you bring something to, like, that's, you know, that you want to release and give away and like be not be a part of to the temple mm-hmm. it's a very emotional place i remember everybody was like y'all ready to cry today and i was like oh and Hell i was yeah. still working on you my need again. yeah and being like a, a male like crying was always a bad thing you know and i remember mm-hmm. 2017 was the year and i was like oh my gosh all my friends are crying and like nobody's embarrassed or and they were like hugging and i was like oh my god i'm gonna start oh, crying gosh. you know and it was great. It was the most beautiful, one of the most beautiful like moments. I could cry right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so the temple w- was going down. And, um, yeah, like I said, it's just kind of created this space for you to, like, work with things, uh, deal with loss. Uh, you just saw these beautiful things. Oh. And I was dealing with my own loss with uh, my partner at that time's dog and stuff. And it was just gorgeous. I had the most amazing experience and uh, growth just from that, you know, moment. A lot of people meet their spouses at Burning Man. Like, I yeah. follow this guy. I don't know. You probably know him. Uh, maybe you've even run into him at Burning Man. Aubrey Marcus. He's hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was, um, I know, like, the polygamy. He, like, he had a lot of content on YouTube about polygamy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's moved away from polygamy, and he found his partner. I can't remember her name. Violana. Violana. Mm. Um, but I love listening to his podcast. He's actually cool. a big inspiration of starting this for That's me. So cool. Yeah. Ooh. Big Burning Man goer. Okay. We're finishing up some of these serious questions. Uh, um, yes. Well, let's uh, let's go into the final 
throes of the serious questions. Where can we follow you, sir? Uh, so you can follow me personally. I have my DJ Gone official uh, Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then I have a DJ Gone Facebook. And then Facebook's weird and has made me like a content creator. So like now my Nyan DJ Gone Bowman is like, I don't know, it's a content thing. Like people can't friend request me anymore. You just have to follow you. You have to follow me, yeah. Um, You're a celebrity. Yeah. You're the check mark. No, I made the cut though. I'm your friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It is super weird. I have people that are, yeah, same thing. They're like, maybe you have too many friends now. Something like that. Who knows? <laughs> but, um, yeah, you can follow me there. And then I'm uh, pretty like, – I, SoundCloud's unfortunate to where you kind of have to pay to keep your account active. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah. Aww. Otherwise, they take, like, all your music except for, like, two hours worth of content. Oh, it creators, creators. Yeah. Okay. So, but I am on – I am on pretty steadily on SoundCloud. I've got a good following, I would say, there. Uh, so you can find DJ Gone um, on SoundCloud. That's a good place to find my music. And, um, like I kind of was noting too, I've been getting more into production and, uh, it's just such a weird spot. Like, how do you separate yourself right. from one thing or another? Cause like, I built sculptures and I was like, should I go by a different name when I have my sculptures, yeah. you know? And everybody's like, no, keep it all together. I've had a lot of like content people. So much. Yeah. They're yeah. like, keep it all in one spot. And I've tried to branch out and be like, okay, when I produce my music, that's not DJ gone stuff. It's Bowman, and that's just B-O-H-M-A-N, drum and bass, purely. And it's, like, weird, because it's, like, I have, like, a few hundred followers on there. And then on my SoundCloud, it's, like, you know, people are, like, dude, you could be doing big things with the amount of followers you have here. And Thank then, God for Linktree, too. I mean, exactly. shout out to them. Yeah, they yeah. Do it all together. Because I have the same problem sometimes. Like, I do graphic design on the side. I'm a web designer. Okay. I sing. Cool. I do a podcast. There's nice. a lot of things going on. And then we have a billion links for the podcast. So. Um. Yeah, I heard here in the miscellaneous one, I kind of heard you singing but jokefully and i was like i wonder if they realized that they're actually a good singer. you were in a band together. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah yeah he's a really good singer oh yeah, As but yeah so you. how do you like differentiate because like what if this podcast gets huge like how can you incorporate your art into it outside of the graphic designing which no. i thought was super cool Thanks. you know like are you gonna sing like the theme song like you're all gonna have a theme song i know right well we kind of do um, yeah, yeah, yeah. no i'm just kidding <laughs> but yeah like how like, you could branch off it so then do you have a group called ooh la la and then people are like well ooh la la is going to be performing at floyd fest are they also going to be doing yeah. podcasts yeah. you know like oh we could baby yeah so that's just the thing, right? he's an um, incredible musician yeah he's like a man of all trades yeah he's yeah character. a renaissance man <laughs> i had to stay busy get me out of trouble yeah exactly yeah 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 that's like and me um, going back to college like 50 times so we will link every you can find DJ Gone and Bowman and Yan and Ryan. We'll, we'll link everything up like in the bio section of this episode. So oh, it'll all be you. there. We're going to promote you, baby. Appreciate it. And I would just like to say, actually, on a serious note before we move on, because we did mention like the Narcan and all that stuff, um, my cousin died of a drug overdose last week. So if you are struggling with addiction, we please reach out to somebody. We're all here to help you, and we will put some links up for that as well. Yeah, and I'm also very open, you know, in the future we can talk about doing, like, a fundraiser, allocating some funds from a door to That would whichever. be amazing. Yeah, we've done, like, a lot of harm reduction donations for some of those, like, warehouse parties that, you know, you are talking about. Uh, we try to put, put information there. 
Uh, and obviously, like, we have people who are in positions to where, like, they have Nar- Narcan, no administer it. Um, we've done CPR. Uh, we were looking into doing CPR classes uh, and then just trying to provide as much education and opportunity for people to be educated on how to do that. So I love that. You never know what someone's struggling with. So Absolutely. Totally. Um, I feel weird asking after that. I feel weird asking Sorry. I have one more question about PLF. <laughs> okay. Why so many cats? <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, lighten the mood. Why not? You know, <laughs> that's what I always tell people. I'm like, what other animal? Like cats are just amazing. You know. I know. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think it has started with the cat altar, but then I also don't know because, like, I remember seeing the PLF cat altar and it was kind of small, and I was like, I'm gonna get some cats to start putting on it. And then my mom, who runs a cat adoption thing, was like, Oh, I love these cats thing that you're getting. And then so she started getting cats, and now she has an altar at her house for cats. Um, I worship my cat. Yeah, I think it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, yo, like, again, we're trying to be, like, a community and, like, um, you know, bring the weird people. And I think cat people are just weird naturally. And they're about, cats are all about consent. Oh, yes, and consent's huge, right? And that's yeah. awesome. Like, the consent cat has been, like, kind of a PLF thing. I don't know if you see her signage. A lot, you know, it's like, and then we have the t-shirts like, uh, you know, uh, ask first and, um, you know, liberate the pussy and stuff like that. And yeah, and right when you enter any PLF event, they always have like that sign where it's like the consent rules or yeah. like principles. Yeah. I would say rules though for that. Yeah, absolutely. Those but are yeah. rules and they're very strict. Um, we've been trying to integrate more like better from a zero tolerance policy to more of an education like a, hey. If you did something wrong, which it's just naturally a lot of dudes are put in this position to where, like, they do something or they want to hug. And we're like, that's consent, too. Like, yeah. hugging. We're in a pandemic. Like, you can't just hug anybody. Right. Um, and, yeah, just trying to make sure that we're creating safer spaces because, you know, it's, uh, you know, patriarchy is real. Um, and I there are lots that. of inter yep, obviously I'm not, <laughs> you know, like Preaching y'all know. the choir, but. Yeah. <laughs> and we keep on running into these situations to where like, you know, we try, we do incorporate more women. A lot of fire spinners are very femme. Um, but then we have the sound side and then it's like a bunch of dudes and I'm constantly in this position to where I'm like, Hey, you know, we got a bunch of dudes here. Like, what can we do? Or what can you know, how can we be better? Or if there's a situation where we, you know, make a woman feel uncomfortable, making sure that we're providing a platform for them to be like, hey, that made me feel uncomfortable. Or I didn't like how way you talked to me. And it's been amazing because then whenever you see that support group, like we were doing a big event in Norfolk, and one of the guys just, he wasn't being misogynistic on purpose. His intentions weren't to, but his actions was presenting some form of misogyny, just the way he was talking. And um, the person, you know, very femme presenting was like, hey, that felt like this. And he's like, you know what? After I said it, I realized it and I didn't know how to say anything. So I'm glad you've came to me to talk to me about it because I want to apologize. And it's just like that. that. Oh we were God, all like, oh, heart. we were just like, that was so beautiful. This <laughs> guy isn't community. even. Yeah. Well, because the thing is what you're saying, education, I hate where it's like just these rules and there's no like follow up because exactly. no one will ever learn. And you could have been so like indoctrinated with like the patriarchy or whatever. Yeah. You know, whatever you're representing um, at the time that you don't realize what you're saying or doing. Yeah. So we're trying to create like more of like a, we've even talked with CCI about having another waiver. We have the waiver that says, Hey, 
I, you know, understand that I can get blown up. <laughs> you know, I could die at this yeah. event, and I'm not going to sue PLF. Uh, if my mom finds out that I was here, she's not going to sue me or sue y'all because I just happen to be here. I my face my could burn yeah. off. I have had people, bad. like, at the gate, like, hey, mom, just letting you know I'm going into this PLF event. They're making me sign a waiver saying that, uh, that you can't sue them if I do something stupid tonight. TTFN. Yeah. And it's, so we've talked about having a second waiver that people sign that says, hey, I understand that I'm coming into an event that practices consent. It's the law of the land. I understand I can be removed. I understand there's also education. I can call this number, which I, anytime I've kicked somebody out, I'm always like, hey, I understand you're intoxicated and maybe this is rough for you. You're not being banned unless they are being banned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like, please go home. Call me when you get home if you want and let me know you got home okay, you know, Uber, whatever. Um, and, yeah, I want to follow up. And they never do, but <laughs> I would love to have, we've talked about having that as a waiver and a thing. It's like, hey, you understand that, you know, this is what you signed up for and that you understand you can be removed if you make somebody feel uncomfortable. And then there's also like a tree, like a line of where that person was too, just in case something bad were to happen to them. I mean, I just think about all these stories you hear about, like with, sorry, more women than men, like, you know, and, um, like, oh, well, she was just on drugs, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. But no, like, you know, she could have gotten kicked out of somewhere. And when she walked out, yeah. she got grabbed by someone or the Uber driver assaulted her. But she was asking for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. horrible. Totally. Or yeah. he, either way. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, you know, people's identities change. They, too, yeah, know? like, whatever you yeah. are. I mean, I'm... A billion people a day, so. Yeah, it, just being able to create an environment. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it would just been, it's been proven by creating that environment where you're like, oh, wow, or uh, maximum bounce. We had a situation come up, and we had about seven, you know, masked people around another bro, you know. <laughs> and we're like, hey, we're all holding you accountable. And it, everything changed about this person. They are like, yo, I'm just going to stand over here. I just want to enjoy the event. And that's it. We're like, that's all we wanted you to do in the first place, buddy hung out for like 30 minutes and left. I always feel really safe at PLF events. That makes me feel great. (laughs) (laughs) That's my goal. Like as a admin, you know, I'm like now technically like the president of the uh, nonprofit and stuff. And it's super important. People are constantly, you know, um, you know, specifically my friends that come out of town. They're like, I noticed that you put a lot of work into uh, trying to do this and, you know, appreciate it. It's not only, like, the physical safety, but it's, like, the inclusivity. Like, being able to just be me, Mm -hmm. like, any way I want to. Without judgment. Yeah. Yeah. People, like, I can dance. Literally, the whole time I went to December Ween, I danced by myself Mm. for two and a half hours. And I had a blast. That's so cool to hear. I love a static dance. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it, uh, we're trying to do the uh, no photography ones. We have had that in the past, and we're trying to get back into that. So it's like, hey, like, you know, if you want to undress yourself or if you want to look weird while you're dancing, you know, you shouldn't be worried that, oh, somebody might be taking a picture of me right now. But I do love David. David oh, yeah, Warren. David. Or I shouldn't have said the last name, but, oh, yeah. well, he made Well, there's me two Daves yeah. now. 
Dave P and D- Dave M. Yeah. You know, so it's always <laughs> fun. We got the Daves. <laughs> but actually, shout out to Dave and Morton because, well, we're going to promote him on this pod. Yeah, yeah. We Dave, love him. Dave we already love him. He took our one. band, when we were in a band, he took our band photos. Mm. I don't doubt that at all. That is awesome. They and they were amazing. Oh, we have to start, we have to start wrapping this up. Let's do a few fun questions and then we'll go into. Yes. Well, I have to start with, of course, my favorite question. Every time. Mm. What's your favorite swear word? Oh, uh, definitely fuck. I heard miscellaneous was with shit. And I was like, yeah, I'm like almost there with the oh shit, what up? And like just how shit, but I just love the word fuck. I love how it can be used. It has a lot of way. different meanings. It's multidimensional. Yeah. I just got those, um, oh God, what is it called? It's got the cat flicking you off uh, clothes. Something I can. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, I know what you're talking I about. I just got some shorts, and they say, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, all across them. And my partner was like, we're going to go out and dinner in those? And I was like, yes. I support it. <laughs> like I support it. If somebody it. has anything like to say to me, I'm just going to tell them, fuck you. <laughs> we need to go to dinner together. Yeah. With you wearing this. Let's have a fuck you theme dinner. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. And I was younger, too. Like, uh, a lot of my friends and I, whenever we would be getting, like, fucked up and stuff, um, you know, they'd be like, the, I love you, man, and all that stuff <laughs> like that. And like, That's awesome. But I think we also need to make you a little harder. And next time we're in this, like, kind of schmoozy mood, I'm going to tell you, fuck you. And I need you to, like, not be offended. We're going to harden you, but we're also softening you. And yeah. So we had this thing where when we'd be like, we were hanging out, we'd be like, man, fuck you. And they'd be like, thanks, man. Thanks. Like, I know what that means I now. feel the love now. And then so whenever we'd be in a situation where some, like, asshole would be like, man, fuck you. We'd be like, yeah, thanks, man. And then just catch them off guard. We'd be like, oh, oh, no, no, no. I wasn't trying to compliment. Like, no, no, no. Well, why, what, what are we? This is a joke, man. Like, yeah, you know? right. And it always sl- softens the mood. That's mine. What's yours, though? I'm damn curious. What's y'all's? Oh, well, I've said this. I, it's, it's like a rant. Okay. Like, God oh damn it, God. fuck me up the ass. Oh, kinda. nice. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck, of course. Okay. Shit. Okay, you're on the shit. shit. Or cool. suck my fucking dick, which. Oh, that one's really good. <laughs> and I'm Elizabeth? like, it's fucking big. Too. I yeah. hope you choke on that shit. <laughs> yeah. I saw like uh, one of my friends posted a, um, like, kind of like a trans meme, and it was like, uh, it was at a urinal. It was like, I am um, 105% femme. And the 5% is my dick. Was like, yeah, baby. Wow. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I do take joy at pissing at urinals, by the way. Yeah, have you seen the shoes? When I was little. Yeah, cool. but it, when I was in Costa Rica this summer, my other friend dared me. She was like, come on, just go in there. And I'm like, I have no shame. I don't give a shit. You can watch me pee. Yeah. I don't care. I have to pee. I'm going to pee wherever yeah. the pee uh, hits. I have a funny story. When I was little <laughs> camping with my dad, because um, my dad was a single dad. My mom and dad got divorced. Split time. Love uh, both of them. But anyway, we went camping, and the women's restroom had a ur- urinal, and I had never seen one before. I was a little girl. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. And so I just hop on and pee in it. Oh, my gosh. And this, this <laughs> woman walks in. She's like, 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 gives me this look, and I'm like, Side and up. then I go out the door and I'm like, Daddy, Daddy, there was a really cool toilet in there. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, I, I was describing it. He's like, that's a urinal. That's where men go. Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I love, that's like my favorite insult though is whenever a woman's like, suck my dick. And you're just like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> uh, are we done with, 
Oh, well, we can do a, more, a few more we funny are, ones. We are an hour in. Just warning, everyone. We're, are we well, okay? I want to ask can this we, one. Can we do a little more? It's up to you. You're the tech guy. But you're the hostesses, so. What do you prefer? What's the, can we keep going? Sure. We'll go. We'll go. Um, two, what? two, three questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to ask this one. All right. What is your favorite smell and what memory does it invoke? Mm. Shit. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. A urinal cake. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, that's a good one. I was listening to your podcast and trying to like get an idea of like, what should I be prepared for? And that's definitely, uh, wasn't one that I was prepared for. Um, gotta keep you on your toes. It's actually interesting. I found out that I like the smell of plum and apricot. Ooh. That's the smell of, that's the smell of Capri Sun. Ooh, I love a Capri Sun. I didn't realize that that was the smell of Capri Sun and I smelled plum and apricot together and was like what is that and it took me like a year or so and i was like capri sun and And then i thought about a plum and apricot tree that i had and my dad like by my dad's pool i was like living in louisiana and just it does all the nostalgia for me i love the smell nostalgia me too that's a good one my grandma was a hairdresser growing up she had her own beauty shop in her house and i spent so much time with her literally like half half my life with my grandma mm. and she would wash my hair in the shampoo sink with this like cherry scented shampoo oh. and i forgot about the smell and the other day i like washed my hands with cherry soap and i'm like grandma yeah grandma <laughs> smells are awesome <laughs> the smell of those non-toxic crayons the big eight oh, crayons yes. if i smell those my mind goes back to my first day of kindergarten it's as oh my god that's awesome alive as any memory Rain is fa- fascinating yeah and i'm like i guess i remember my grandpa he smelled like old sweaters um <laughs> lima beans a little bit oh. and he was very fastidious about his teeth so mm. he smelled like um, mint, mint and um, mothball. <laughs> yeah, basically all your old. I yeah. got this. Isn't very unique. It was old man smell, basically. Yeah. But uh, it was his smell. I loved it. Yeah. It's weird how people have their smells. Oh, totally. Yeah, like I remember at work one time. I just started working at this place, and I became like really good friends with this person. And she's like. I could smell you. I knew you were here. And I'm like, what do I smell like? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone has their own unique scent. Their essence, yeah. Yeah. if you will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it's my favorite part of the show. Yes. Give it to us, Lee. Yeah, baby. Good, because today I'm going to give it to you twice. <gasps> oh, yeah. Ooh, twice is nice. Uh, th- the theme today is Burning Man, so... Um, I found out that there there are burning festivals all over the country, mm-hmm. but they sometimes take on different themes. Uh, in Wisconsin, they have a burning cheese festival, <laughs> and uh, it's like and there's an, a West, fitting. There's another one that ha- uh, they have a burning cow event. Yeah. Ooh, um, is it alive? I and I found out that Ignite, which is the Virginia one of the Virginia yep. burning festivals, was the first. Um, Burn, sanctioned by the Burning Man organization, which yeah. runs the one in Nevada. So, so that was that was kind of interesting. Uh, the, the second one, I, I collected some of the, the funniest names of Burning Man events. Now, Burning Man is uh, you, you can confirm this, uh, Ryan. It's like there's no bartering, there's no money. Uh-huh. Everything is a gift. Yeah. Everything is free. So, um, 
So here's the, some of the here's the name of some of the events. <clears throat> oh gosh. Tea and porn. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Spankings and cookies. <laughs> A- angels, aliens, and outlaws. Yeah, baby. Hip hop water gun fight. That's you. Was Diddy there? <laughs> porn origami. Out of porn. Bad advice booth. I should run that. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good. The magic pancake pr- project. Oh, that sounds yeah. lovely. Ask a Buddhist. The human-powered obstacle course. <laughs> the hot sex fire jam. I think you mentioned that. Did you mention that? It's like the biochemistry of biochemistry of psychedelics. Yeah. And my favorite, Sketchy the Clown's drinking contest. Oh my gosh! I want to participate now. You know what's funny? When I went to Floyd Fest, there was this one. I don't not a vendor, but just person, a booth. And she was the booth fairy. And I follow her on Instagram, but she, like, spreads just positivity. She, like, makes people get up on a pedestal, and she'll be, like, give them compliments and make people give them compliments. Like, compliment them. <laughs> it's so cute. You should follow. I'll link that up, too. Yes. The booth fairy. Yeah. She goes to all sorts of festivals. I'm sure she's been to Burning Man. Right. She's, she's awesome. You should check out Barbie Death Camp. That's Barbie a, Death Camp. Barbie Death What's camp. that one? It's really awesome. It's a bunch of like Barbies made into a camp, and they're all like burnt and like, it's really cool. We, hashtag we're there. Barbie girls. We're, yeah. I'm a Barbie girl. <laughs> they, have a, they have a kids one too. Ooh. Oh, Barbie, let's go party. Barbie. <laughs> can, can kids go to Burning Man? Yes, my first one of the first things I saw was they were building like a twenty-something story scaffolding thing, and I. I was like, oh, look at that little kid. There's a little kid on top of there in, like, the hat and everything. And then he jumps off. Oh, my And he was God. on. He had, like, the, you know, safety equipment. Oh, thank you know, God. On, and he just bounced off. And then I saw, like, a parent come in. And he was like, ah, and he did it again and bounced right back up. And <laughs> I, I was like, oh, my God. Kids have to be, uh, you know, very open-minded because there's a lot of nudity there, I understand. They're very That's why you're not going to see a lot of photography from those are the man. coolest kids yeah. on earth, and they don't know how good they well, have. Kids it. don't care if they're naked. Some of them grow up to be shitheads. I'll be honest. Oh, well, uh, like I've met some people like I went to burn. I've been going to Burning Man since well, I was I two. Went to oh, there's, you're like, uh, oh, there's Whitetail Park down near the uh, uh, down the peninsula. You know, yeah. that's the nudist colony. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, I, you know what? I grew up really in a naked house since it was just me, my mom, and grandma. Ain't no shame. I mean, my grandpa yeah. he couldn't move around. That you know, much. me and my mom were. I mean, divorced parents live with my mom half the time. I mean. Girls home. Yeah. So that's actually one of the reasons Ignite is sanctioned by Burning Man. It's because it is all ages. Um, so it's cool is that, like I told you, there's the temple at Burning Man. On Sunday, they have a temple as well. And you know how they have the conclave with the fire spinners on the Saturday night effigy? They have kids with glow toys oh, surrounding yeah. this temple Sunday night before they burn Aww. it. Hmm. And it, like, I'm not a kid that's person. That's like a nice I like, feeling. I was like, that is so adorable. The, the, the energy of innocence. Yeah. I don't know. But I can't imagine, I as well am not a kid person, but yeah. I can't imagine having to take care of your kid at Burning Man. So they have a camp that's called Kendleton, and all the kids, and they have, like, parents who switch out. Oh, okay. And they kind of, like... Yeah, it's just beautiful. Again, it's one of those things you're like, this should be happening in society. I know. You know, like they should have a spot where parents. Yeah, then towards... I would maybe want to have kids because a bitch is burned out right. already. I can't. And then like the teenagers <laughs> and stuff will like lead them and go to like workshops with them. And then uh, PLF, we do like a Disney theme thing where we Aww. have like let the kids come out. We have the flame effects and they're all dancing. We have Disney songs like Oh, that's cute. Really, really cool. Okay, Lee. It's that time of the <gasps> podcast. Uh-oh. We're going to let Nian take it.
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes, everybody gets three guesses. My name, uh, you see, everybody knows, my, everybody calls me by my middle name. My first name is a pretty big secret. Yeah. It's a little bit exotic, okay. of a first name, and so far, we've tried all the normal names. Uh, and the yeah, yeah. But, uh Everybody gets three guesses. Let's give it a shot. All right. Everybody gets three. Y'all two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to make it. We're gonna. I got to go first, though. Oh, you're our guest. Of course you okay, go first. Fair. You're on the hot seat. All right. Well, the first one that came to mind. <laughs> is it Mordecai? No. I wish it was. That would be funny. Cool, right? I have an I one, too. Vashti. No, not that exotic. Geppetto. Geppetto. No. <laughs> um... Oh gosh, uh, Raphael? <laughs> no, no. Leonardo? <laughs> Donatello. Pinocchio. I think we got the Disney theme going on here. Yeah. Uh, All right, this is my last one. Um, I know it's like kind of basic, but is it Nicholas? No, no. Okay. no. Cutter? <laughs> no. Nikolai? No. Oh, well. All right. Hey, uh, you have the, it all. The $25 gift certificate goes on for that. It should be gathering interest by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, all right. Did you say right. Vassant? What? Did you say Vassant? No. Oh, I thought you said Vassant. You said something that sounded kind of um, like that. I, I said Pinocchio, like... Geppetto, and Nikolai. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And I've already forgotten what I said. Okay, gotcha. That's how little memory I have. Yeah. <laughs> All right, all right. All right, so People you watching to listen to this, this though, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, we'll know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, first we want to thank Ryan. Thank you so much for coming This was on. so much fun. So, like, um, honestly, I was really interested in this topic, and I feel like I, I got someone here, and I could just ask all my Burning Man questions. Yeah. And I think we're going to need a little follow-up in the future, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. especially yeah. when you do, like, the festival you're talking about. we got to take – Send our stuff on that, that the Manchester express train to Burning Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I said, just kind of keep me in the loop uh, like on how serious you are. Because, like, right now they have the, uh, you have to, it's like a raffle. Oh, so you yeah. have to, like, put a, oh. I think you put a deposit down, and then they, like, pick your name. And then if you get picked, then you have to pay the rest. Oh, uh, and then there's other ways to where, like, you can, like, what I'm doing is I'm uh, volunteering at other burns as a ranger. And then once you get certain hours, then you can get in to Burning Man as a ranger, but you have to work, you know, like X amount of hours in order to get the free ticket. Uh, Exothermia also, like they are going and they all get tickets. And then if you're a photographer, musician or so forth, then you can get extra tickets as well. Awesome. Uh, so you don't, you know, that's the thing is, is like, don't be super intimidated by the like expensive tickets or like the chance of being able to go or not go. Uh, there are lots of, oppor- lots of opportunities. Just let me know. All right. Yeah, definitely. Well, and also my 30th is around the corner, All so right. I feel like that'd be a good time to go. That's yeah. right. Celebrate a oh milestone. Oh, my God. You're, I'm you're ready. Be 30. I'm going to be 60. I'm not going to be 30 yet. 29 is coming up. Yeah. There you go. But next year, I'll be 60, so. Aw, like my mom. Moments of your love. All right, so make sure to follow Ryan. We'll link the socials, yes. like we said. Um. And then shout out to Lee Dungeon Studios. If you have a podcast that needs to be recorded, if you are a musician, you need some, well, if you're a lyricist or a, a singer and you need some music, come see Lee. Find you want to make Facebook. a little recording, you know, for your loved one, perhaps, your baby daddy, your ditty. lover, I don't know, a little ditty. Lady O did. For your daddy, <laughs> I your did. baby daddy. 
They didn't I know did it myself. <laughs> I recorded a Christmas CD for my family with Lee Dungeon Studios' help. Nice. So I can attest. He's an incredible musical engineer. I play a lot of instruments. I got a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> Too and much time on my hands. We're dinks. Double income, no kids. <laughs> Double D in the morning. And then, of course, follow our pod, please. Yes, and please uh, r- review us on Apple and Spotify. It really helps out the podcast. It makes us, like, go up. I don't really know how it works. We reach really more helps. and more followers the more that you guys do that. And, you know, if we're famous, then it's like you're famous. Right. Yeah. Yep. What's yep. your like uh your top three ways you like people to check you out? Because I checked you out on YouTube and I enjoyed oh, it. Oh wow, you're like the only one. Yeah. I feel like Instagram is the way to go for most of our followers, which is um at olala underscore rva. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then Spotify is another same. Spotify is olala in the dungeon podcast. Cool. And then YouTube's like your third route. Yeah. Cool. And we have a link tree on our Instagram, so you can find all of our stuff mm-hmm. there. And we're on Apple, iTunes. We're okay. on everything. Yep. Nice. Pretty, yeah. Amazon Music. You can find us everywhere. Just <laughs> we're getting big, and you won't. You always want it bigger. Yeah. 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 And you're gonna catch us while we're not famous yet. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> who knows? Um, and also, if you know an interesting person from like that lives in the area, please send us a message. We'd love to get them on. Yes, we're so enjoying this. We hope you are too. So listen in. We'll be back at shout outs. I guess. Oh, a shout out! Shout outs. Oh, uh, shout out, miscellaneous. Uh, Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Following her, been yes, following her, uh, her sites, of and course. Uh, is um, we got the uh, Bar West. Bar West. Yeah, bar West. We got the rodeo. What was that? The rodeo. Um, and I went to Shorty's Diner. They're very nice. If you want just Americana. Uh, 50s Americana, the, uh, the decor is wonderful and the food's good. Yum. And the Richmond Kickers. Um, oh. Gallery 5, First Fridays. Yeah. Um, hello, PLF. Yeah, I was going to say check out um, Party Liberation Foundation uh, on plfrva.com. And then obviously Party underscore Liberation underscore Foundation. And then, um, yeah, you can also find like PLF, PLF Community. We were called Party Liberation Front. And then when we became a nonprofit, it's Party Liberation Foundation. All right, awesome. Perfect. Thank and you. you can find all that linked on our Instagram page wherever you follow us. Yay. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Bye, Talk guys. Talk to you next time. Peace.